I feel like I'm so low. That's because, like I told you, I sit on my legs because I'm taller this way. Yeah, I can make it lower. Okay. Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome back. This is our third episode. That's so crazy. I forgot that we did two last time. Yeah. It seems like it was a really long time ago, but it wasn't. Um, or maybe it was. No, it wasn't that long ago. Actually, it was. It was Just like kidding. It was like a month ago. Wow. Surprise! I'm glad you liked it. If you watched it, <laughs> if you watched it, if you didn't, please come back and do so. <laughs> our first episode was really, really long, so I had to cut it into two. Um, uh, but then our second one was shorter because our, the camera kept dying. <laughs> yeah, the camera kept dying, so I have to go buy a new battery. I was gonna do that, but then I didn't do that today. Anyway, I forgot what we said. What the topic was gonna be. <laughs> uh, so our first topic, our little topic, is gonna be Megan the Stallion. And Tory Lane saying he was too drunk, and uh, that's why he shot her, which is just... That's a lame excuse, I think. Oh my gosh, did you... Okay, this is total sidebar. Did you oh. hear about the Chris Evans thing on Twitter today? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Serious. <laughs> <laughs> People are like so, but it's crazy because, okay, the the whole thing of him, he apparently posted like a new picture of himself on Instagram, but like immediately deleted it, which, whatever, happens. Um, but then people were like so quick you to say defend that you, him. It happens, like you've done it or something, like it's so... I have not, thankfully. I have not, I've heard of it though. Um, no, but I feel like it happens, or, like, celebrities will just post them because, like, they're threatened to, and they're, like, whatever, it's, like, a naked picture. That's kind of, like, a fear, though, that I'm gonna click something wrong and, like, I'm gonna upload the wrong picture or something. Yeah, and I think there was, like, another celebrity that did it, but then he, like, actually, like, DM'd people with it. I don't remember who I don't, it was. I don't know who that is. But I was only upset about the situation because people were, like, oh my gosh, take it down, you should respect Chris Evans, he's such a nice person, blah, 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 this. Um... He has anxiety. You don't know what he's going through. People find out that, like, it stopped looking for the picture. And I was like, that's never the case when it's a woman. Yeah, when if the one woman, it's like, everyone wants to Everybody see Everybody would have it. seen it. Oh, yeah. It took me a while to find the picture. I did look for it, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, okay. But I'm just out of, like, genuine curiosity, it wasn't, like, whatever. Um, but no, I was like, and what did you see? It's like, it's really not. It was like a screenshot. You know, on, like, your phone, where it's, like... Yeah, you just, like, screenshot, like... He was, like, screenshot, like, all of his pictures and things. Yeah, just, like, and it was, like, square. a little square. Okay, so you saw it. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, like, I was, like, oh. Okay. So I was, like, so why are people freaking out? But I was, like... I was, like, anyway, so... I don't know. I get the defending him, but I was also just, like, where's the energy when it's a woman? Delete that. Delete that shit. But whatever. Um, what were we talking about? Tory Lanez. Yeah, right. Tory Lanez 5-3. Uh, first of all, I don't know him. I don't know who he is. He did the song... Oh, was it Antidote? In like 2015? I'm not, I'm not gonna know that. So. You're absolutely right. I'm sorry. I don't know I don't know him. I didn't know who he was a singer. Did you watch Quarantine Radio over... You didn't. You didn't uh, watch Quarantine Radio. Who's Quarantine Radio? Quarantine Radio is what Tory Lanez was doing oh. on Instagram Live. He'd like... No. He would literally just have like twerking contests on... IG live no. and like bring people on and would just get drunk and high on IG. I I watched a few. <laughs> I okay. did. 
probably bored. Yeah, I don't know who he is. I was like, who the fuck is Tory Lanez? He's from Canada. He's a singer, rapper, R&B artist. I don't know if he's actually. Um, but yeah, him and Meg were friends, I guess. At least she thought so. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually really like Megan the Stallion. Like I said in the last video, I... It's hard for me to stand someone else other than Ariana Grande, but I, I actually really like Megan Thee Stallion. I like her music, and I like, um, like her flow, I guess, and like her personality when she's just being a regular person. Um, but I will say that I have seen her like Instagram stories and her posts, and she's like going places. Yeah. Like she was at like a club. She was at a strip club, and she was at like. A restaurant with no mask on. She's no also mask. she also lives in Texas though, doesn't she? She's like Texas does not give a fuck about. Yeah, me. I was like, where is this girl going? Like, I was fucking rooting for you, Megan. And now I am slightly less. I know. Also, she called out Virgos, and I was like, I don't want to cancel you, but <laughs> the hate is not okay. Um. Yeah. So I was like, I was kind of, I was really rooting for you, girl. And then you went out without a mask, and I was like, um. For all we, she did quarantine for a really long time, though, I feel like. Yeah, she was, like, at home for a really, really long time. But, and here's the thing, is that, like, you can go out and party, like, I don't care if you... Um, no, as I was saying, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, I was saying that, like, you can go out and party and stuff, like, I don't care if you, like, go out to Vegas, or if you have a vacation, or you're at the bar or the club, but just don't post it on social media, I feel. Like, just keep it a secret. If you want to eh, go I went to Virginia Beach for like, in D.C. for like a full week. You on the beach though, right? Yeah, Or were you mostly. in like... Because like, one of my trainer and his girlfriend, they drove out to um, Denver. And they did like, a whole bunch of hikes and stuff like that. Which I think is fine, because they're not going out and like, partying and stuff. And um, they're keeping like, a social distance. And it's, their Airbnb is like, you know, it's contactless. Mm -hmm. They just leave the key wherever. Um, so I think like vacations like that are fine, but if you're going to like Vegas and you're like, hooking up with parties. a bunch of friends and like you're having like a um, like a party in like the hotel room, that I think could be dangerous. And that, if you don't want to get called out, then don't post it on social media. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. Like I got, we went to, so I went to the um, oh, anniversary yeah. march. Wow. <laughs> Perfect. Um, we went to the march um, at the end of August, and like we flew out, which was like a really weird experience, honestly. Um, we flew out, and we were there Why? for a week because the airport was so dead. Wait, did you fly out the big one or the small one? The big one. Oh, you love the big one. That's yeah, that's the best one. I feel like once you fly out of the big airport, it's like, wow, I made it. Like I'm flying with a real airline, and like. Spirit flies out of the big airport. Sometimes. Most of the time it's a small one, though, I feel like. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, so... <laughs> but it was just, like, it was so weird. Like, even granted, it was, like, a Wednesday evening that we flew out. But it was dead. Like... Yeah, Check-in. What? Check-in. Chicken. Check-in. Chicken. Check-in <laughs> check literally took 30 seconds. We walked through TSA with, like, no issue. Um, there were no restaurants, so I had to eat at a Chili's. And I spent $75 eating at a Chili's. Ew! Disgusting. What did you get for $75? Um, chilies. Woo chilies. I, <laughs> woo chilies. <laughs> I got chicken tenders and fries. Miguel got oh my God. buffalo okay. wings in a beer, and I got like a glass of wine. And then like okay. a glass, 
I didn't even like the wine. I was upset. It's like, they're like, well, we're out of that. It's a Chili's. I mean. Yeah, but like, wine is wine okay? anyway. <laughs> wine is wine anywhere. So I was like, okay. And then I was like, jeez, like, this is, I'm kicking off my vacation. I haven't gone anywhere like so long. And I was like, the first thing I did on vacation was spend $75 at Chili's. Did you pay for Miguel? Is that why it was $75? Yeah, we okay, like, it was, was like, together. Um... But it was also at the airport, so it was like so And you went with charged. Tony? So there was brother. 13 of us that went on. Oh my god, what? How many people? Oh wait, 13, just kidding. <laughs> 13 wait, of us. Who went? Um, Miguel, myself, Tony, my brother, and his girlfriend, and then like a bunch of my brother's friends. Oh, so, so none of your friends. Really. No, um, a, a friend of ours was gonna go, but he ended up not going. Oh, um, who? Steve. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. we we went, and it was cool. Like we stayed in Georgetown. Um, it's it was still like social distance out there. Like it wasn't crazy. Like people were. It felt the same as with here. Yeah. Like people wearing masks, whatever. Um, but the march was really cool. Uh, I, Al Sharpton like walked right past me. Really? Yeah. So we were like. Walking toward the end of the march, we stopped to like go to the bathroom because it was like super, super hot. Like I actually almost passed out of heat exhaustion, and oh so did one of Tony's friends. So we were kind of like, okay, guys. Fuck. Um, but yeah, he was leaving because people weren't supposed to pass him in the march, but it just wasn't super organized. It, just going to a lot of marches over the summer, um, it wasn't strategized properly, in my opinion. But he was trying to get back to his car, so he like cuts across like a lawn. And I was like, why are all these people taking pictures? Why are everybody's phone out? So I look, I was like, oh, that's Al Sharpton. And I was like, guys, back away. Let him get to his car. He just, he's done. He he's did his thing and he just wants to leave. He's trying to clap out and go home. Yeah, yeah. and then we were like, that's when we went back to the hotel too. Because we, we walked. Okay, yes, I lowered the camera, okay? <laughs> Sorry. Just fucking Jesus. sue me. Um, okay, so how many days was the march? One. Oh. <laughs> it, was, it was just that Friday. Um, but it was, like, all day. It was from, like, 10 a.m. to, like, well, no, it wasn't. And then, like, at 3. But apparently, we didn't know, but people were protesting at the White House later that night, but we didn't know about it. But that was also the day that Chadwick Boseman died, so we were, like, all in the hotel room, just, like, hanging out. And then everybody's like, oh, my God, Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman died. And we're, like, all really sad. So then after that, you went to Virginia? Yeah, so that the next day, we drove up to Virginia Beach just to, like, Relax. Family? Uh oh, I guess not the next. The day before, I went to see my aunt, okay. who lives in Woodbridge, and we did like a birthday dinner for me because my birthday was the following Tuesday. Oh, happy birthday to you! I'm twenty five. Wow, disgusting. I hate it here. You're a quarter of a century if you make it that far. I hope I don't. I think I would be bored at a hundred, but I don't. Side note, I've always said, like, if I live to, like, 70, I'm gonna just start doing, like, drugs. Um, yeah. <laughs> because it's, like, I'm... If you make it that far, um, and, like, not you're not gonna get cancer, because cancer starts earlier than that, and then, like, you would probably die of, like, a heart attack or something. But yeah. it's, like, just go out. Go Yo, with well. the bang. Hey, and it, I save all my time, do my job. Just kidding. I really don't think I would. Needles scare me. Most things scare me, so... Needles scare you? Yeah, like, I don't get flu shots. Granted, I probably will this year. What's your, uh, phobia? Needles? Needles. Trypophobia. So when you posted this, you <laughs> the other day, I was like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I hate it here. 
yeah. <laughs> I saw them. They were like at Cup Foods. They were selling them in the floral section. I was like, that is sickening. <laughs> it just makes my skin itch and I hate it. Um, I'm afraid of butterflies. <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> Turkeys. <laughs> oh. Uh, that's racist. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, domestic terrorism, you know, common things. Like shooters. Yeah, <laughs> I have a phobia of um, I guess like knives, but not really? really. I was like, I feel like you like knives. Um, okay, <laughs> no. As I was saying, I do have a phobia of knives in a way, um, because I just think of like touching like a knife like this and like cutting myself, like my finger off. But I'm I can like chop up shit. Like I don't really care. But like to touch it like really gently, I'm like kind of scared of that. Did you see Knives Out? No. But I think I'm scared because there was like an episode of Rugrats where um, Chucky like, he touched like the edge of uh, something sharp and it like cut him. I don't know. I, that's what I remember. But I also don't remember cartoons really. I don't remember that episode. I feel like... Thanks. Yeah, I don't remember. I could not <laughs> tell you like a full episode of a cartoon when I was younger. I just don't remember. And you and Gary are good at like remembering stuff from when you were kids like songs and like music and like tv shows but i'm not you just repressed everything yeah i just don't have a good memory <laughs> that also so. that it is that it just knives um i'm trying to think i guess heights but not really like i went up to um i think they were called like the palisade heads in duluth with ka and joel or my friends and um you like go up right to the edge and you can like just sit and like, or you fall look off. down. Yeah, you could fall off too. People like cliff. Cliff like, dive? No, they were like. Rock climb? Cl yeah, rock climbing or whatever. They were rock climbing up Did and down. Did they? Did you and Ka? Because I know that they bolter. No, they didn't. We didn't do that. Oh, we just nice. sat on the edge. But after a while, you do get used to it. Like the first initial like look down, you get kind of like, ooh. But then if you sit there for a while, it's kind of fine. Okay, so you're not afraid of heights or knives, really? Um, I'm trying to. Think, put me on the spot. Um, um, I'm not afraid of public speaking. That's a common one, but I'm not. Um, animals? Any animals? Or oh, I used to have a fear that, um, like a tiger or like a lion or a bear, like escaped from the zoo and was following me. Maplewood. I know, but <laughs> I remember that um, in Minnesota, there's a, the Como Zoo, oh, and at the Como that. Zoo, I think one of the tigers like jumped out. And, How? Um, Those cages are so... The fences are so tall. Because, like, in the enclosure, there's, like, a tree. And he climbed oh. the tree and he, like, jumped out. Yeah, so yeah. I used to be really afraid that, like, a tiger would, like, attack me out of nowhere. Side note, R.I.P. Harambe. Yeah. But now, at the oh, zoo, they put, like, a chain-link fence around the tree trunk. Mm -hmm. So they can't, like, climb it. Yeah, they deserve it. <laughs> they should be able to climb trees just as they do when they're out in nature. Um, yeah. So that's it. Uh, I, I don't know. I can't think of anything else right now. Wow, Kevin's just not afraid of anything. Um, I'm over yeah. here afraid of large insects and large birds. Large birds. <laughs> Ew. They scare me. I don't know. Birds are fierce. You I guys. hate birds. Birds are fierce. They can fly. Do you ever think about yeah, that? Like, that's... they can fly. <laughs> Isn't that like... Oh man, wow. 
I don't know. I mean... Isn't that so weird? When you really <laughs> think about it, isn't that so weird? Like, their bones are hollow and they can fly. Their bones are hollow? Yes. Wow, do no you ever <laughs> do you ever say a word like over and over and over again, and then like, oh wow, that's a weird word. Do you ever do that? The word bed to me is like that. Like when I was like pans. Like isn't that like? Pans. Do you do that? Um. Yeah. If I look at a word long enough, and I'm like, is that really how you spell? Like moisture. Like Shea moisture. Moisture. Remember when Boo Boo bought herself edge control from Shea? Moisture? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, why did you buy this? <laughs> She's like, oh, I thought it was, uh... I was like, it's supposed to, like, make her hair grow. It was, like, a yeah. extra strength grow. She's like, boo-boo. Like, I was like, might as well just go buy fucking Eco. What is it? Eco styler? Yeah. Yeah. I don't sleep like my hair, really. So yeah, I was like, you, you don't even have baby hairs, really. I don't. You have, like, one. Not anymore. I have a white hair. Um... Okay, what's our next topic? We're going into Kenosha. Oh, oh. Okay, so when you were at um, Virginia Beach, I was at the. Um, oh yeah, because you were downtown. Yeah, the day yeah. that we left is when the riots broke out, which yeah. is really unfortunate because I forget the guy's name. It's really I'm sorry that I do, but it was the 18th birthday of his daughter, and he was killed when she was one, so like 17 years ago. So the march downtown that day was for her birthday. So things obviously got out of hand. Wait, what? There was a guy who was wrongfully killed by the police 17 years ago. Oh. So the march that was happening that Wednesday was for his daughter's birthday. Was, wait, what? So then what's the thing about it was actually a suicide? What was that? So that, which I haven't read fully on. So there was a guy who was at the protest, at the march, who apparently had killed somebody earlier that day. Okay. And... Um, that's kind of what, I guess, yeah, that's what initiated the riots after. Um, it was said that he was killed by a cop, but it was actually, he committed suicide. And I know that because I follow certain leaders in Minneapolis who lead coalitions and different Did they, like, confirm? Yeah, they were like, I've seen the video, he definitely killed himself, um, because the police handled the situation better, obviously. Yeah. But... He did kill himself, and it wasn't the people. So they were really just like, people need to get out of Minneapolis. Things are going to get bad. Like, we're not supporting, like, violence or, like, destruction of things. But when we left Minneapolis, because our flight ended up getting delayed that evening, um, you could just see red and blue lights all throughout Minneapolis, like, flying over as we were Oh, leaving. really? Yeah, so I didn't even know you, I didn't know you were down there until I landed, I think. Because I was like, are you still there? And you're like, I'm at home. It's like, what are you doing? Oh, you were home? No, like when you. Oh, when you when, landed in. Okay. Yeah, when I landed I was in like, Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there. I was like, let me go see this. Let's see what's going on. And like, people were starting to loot the Target earlier in that day. And then, um, and then I was like, oh, I kind of want to go see. But in that. <laughs> Is there area, a Sephora down here? Yeah, I was like, what's this for? Um, Seattle and North Seattle, I'm looting. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But they destroyed Nicola Mall, truthfully. Yeah. They got really bad. So they looted the Target, and then the police, like, blocked off that road to Target, so they mm-hmm. couldn't get in there anymore. And I was driving, and I saw people with, like, a bunch of milk, and just, like, hanging out. And then um, I parked my car, and there were, like, a ton of cops. Um, but I was like, should I go out? So I went out for a little bit. 
and then I come back, came back. I wasn't there for very long because I was like, oh, I gotta get out. Um, and then they put, here's the thing that I hate is like, they'll put a curfew, but they'll be like, it happens in like 45 minutes, go yeah. home. And I'm like, how do you know you can get back to your car? <laughs> yeah, I was like, how first of all, what? That you're okay. Yeah, they incited the curfew because it went through like the rest of the week, didn't it? Um, yeah, it went through like... Friday or Saturday. Yeah, because I, I think on Sunday it was fine. And then by Sunday it was pretty much back to normal-ish. If you live in the suburbs, you're not... It was always normal. Yeah, it wasn't that you're not really affected by it too much. Um, I heard that they were blocking uh, parking ramps downtown. and They like, were blocking parking ramps and they were like... Get uh, in or get out. Yeah, and they were destroying like outside parking ramps. Mm. Just like parking lots. Mm -hmm. um, which I was like, I don't know why. But work. Yeah, I heard it was, it got pretty bad. I know that, excuse me, we had watched some like live streams waiting to take off and on the airplane. On the airplane, and it was, I don't know, it was a lot. And it was funny because, oh, it's not funny. It was weird because a lot of leaders and a lot of people were actually going to go to Kenosha that week because that Monday was the day, well, that Sunday was the day that Jacob Blake was shot because that Monday we went to, I went to a march and a rally um, in support of that. It was like, like a super last minute thing. Um, we gathered downtown Minneapolis for like the Hennepin County District, whatever. And we marched to the first precinct and just like anything. And I will say that I'm a believer if you are going to go to a protest, everyone that's going to that protest is consenting to a peaceful protest, not to like a violent one or a destructful one. Um, but when we marched to the first precinct, it was cool. People gave speeches. Where's like, that? First precinct is over kind of by like the 90s-ish, I want to say. There's like a, but you, have you ever been downtown? You see all oh. those police cars like on that block? Is that, there's like a building that's like, do you know what I mean? No. There is. You don't know, don't 90, you? Oh, maybe they can, they're like a block from the 90s. 90s? It's super close. There is a building that's like. It's like if you're it's by like the, all glass and there's like a no, it's like a brick building. It's on fourth. Okay, maybe that means anything. Where's like the bridge and then there's like a <laughs> there's like a bridge, a small bridge, and then there's like a brewing, like a it's beer sign. Okay, it's whatever. I don't really go to Minneapolis. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. I'm trying to explain this to you, but it's basically if you're ever down to Minneapolis and you see all the police cars parked outside, that's where the first precinct is. Anywhere, <laughs> but. <laughs> We were there, and we all marched, well, we thought all of us, I thought all of us marched back, but I guess some people did stay back and, like, vandalize. And then when we got back to the end of the march, now, at this point, a lot of people are always like, at the end of the march, just go back to your car, leave, because police could come out and just try to arrest you for being out, and they'll try to find a reason to arrest you. Uh, but these kids got a hold of, like, this American flag, and they were trying to burn it, and they were trying to take away from, like, the people who were speaking... And there's always going to be outliers who do want to destruct and do believe in anarchy and do believe, like, they'll use BLM and any type of platform that they can get into to convey their beliefs. So, I guess some fight had broken out because some guy, like, punched some girl down the street. So, people started running toward it, trying to defend people. And people were like, don't go to go to over there. Like, this is the main thing. Like, listen to the I speakers. I got in my mouth. <laughs> Gross. Um, but yeah, at some point, like, these kids just burned the American flag next to the truck. 
that leads all the marches and stuff. So it probably look, it looked it really looks bad. The must have been bad. Yeah, because like if people take pictures and that's what the news is in a post, it's like, oh, there are these American flag burners, which I'd say 90% of the people, if not 95% of the people there were there peacefully. And like I had even talked to a mother of whose son was killed in jail. Um, he was beaten to death, basically, uh, at the march. And it's it's just really, it's really sad because these families already go through so much. And then you tie the stigma of people just want to see the city burn and they want to vandalize all these things. Like these families just want justice and they want peace. And as much as they want to do that, they have to be the bigger person to look not do it. Like I'm, it's because I'm sitting back and I'm just, I'm small. So that was what day? That was Monday, and then we flew out Wednesday, and it okay. kind of just continued. Yeah, and then it... Because Kenosha snowballed. was still really bad. Um, so what was the guy's name, that white kid? Kyle Rittenhouse, the 17-year-old from Illinois who claimed self-defense, even though he drove over state lines with an illegal gun. Um, and you can't, you're not self-defending anything if you don't own property. Everything, everything about what he did was illegal. And people are still like, he's just protecting people. And I'm just, I just don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to me. I think they got him like five felony charges because he killed two people. Yeah, he killed people. Like he straight up. In like like the, he shot them. And the police like, let him go. And the police were like, thank you. Okay. Pretty much. There it goes. Um, yeah, but it was really sad because it's like you, you see that happen. You see that they, they arrest him eventually, obviously. But then you hear that, like, Jacob Blake was paralyzed and woke up handcuffed to his hospital bed. And it's like, for what? The man can't yeah. get up. So yeah. why would you handcuff him to a hospital Did bed? you watch the video of getting shot? No. I don't watch videos oh, anymore. Okay. I watched the Amon Audrey one, and that was, like... And I think even before that, the last video that I'd watched was the Alton Sterling video, and that was, like, in 2015. I just can't watch the videos anymore. It's... It's too much. It is too much. And, like, I'm really glad that he's alive. And I really hope that he's protected and stays that way because I just, with everything going on, um, a lot of the family members of victims and things will be followed by the police or be harassed by the police. They'll follow their social media pages, just show up to where they are, follow their cars, yeah, things like that. So I hope that he, he'll get his day in court, I know, but I just hope that it goes well for him because... I don't know. You'd think after the whole summer, yeah. Every run I I actually did watch the video because I was like oh, forced did? to. Yeah, because people will, like repost it, you know, oh, and then yeah. it just like automatically, automatically plays. I'm like, okay, I guess I have to watch this now. You don't have to, but then it's like, it's captivating. I'm gonna watch still. it now. Yeah, because it's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened. And then you watch yeah. It. So um yeah, the police like shot him like point blank, and he was like had his back turned, and um the crazy thing is people were like, well, if he just was compliant and blah, blah blah but it's like just because you're not compliant doesn't mean you like <laughs> deserve, to, deserve to die you know what right. i mean and you could have shot him like in the leg if someone was trying to run away well yeah just like to... you're not wearing a mask doesn't mean that someone's gonna shoot you well, right. you should be shot even though maybe you should <laughs> i thought about it um but yeah that's just that's just one thing well and it was crazy because he was just trying to break up a fight like it wasn't even that he was He's breaking the law in any sense, or he was... Yeah, and then, like, after, people were like, oh, he was actually, like, wanted or something. Or, he yeah, had, like, he a, had, like, a arrest warrant. Or, he had charges from, like, person. years ago. And I'm like, that yeah. isn't But uh, for me, it's like, you know what? 
maybe maybe he was a criminal. Maybe he did have a criminal background. But at that moment, right before he was shot, he was innocent because he didn't do anything wrong. Right, you're innocent until proven guilty. And like, yeah. what's the likeliness that those cops knew his record, knew who he yeah. was, and came out there to do that specifically? Yeah. I don't know. And it's just really unfortunate because his kids were in the backseat. Dude, that is sick. Mm. That's sickening. Not in a cool way. <laughs> Bless you. I guess. Um, Alright, what are we talking about? Back to that one white kid. Yeah, Kyle. It's just... I don't know. It's What bothers me is that he is a minor and I think that they're gonna try to charge him or like trial him as a minor because he's 17 that they're not gonna try him as an adult even though there's so many cases where like 13 14 year old like black boys are tried as an adult and then they spend the rest of their lives in jail yeah so I really hope that they try him as an adult because I think it's necessary he was conscious of what he was doing you have I don't know what part of Illinois he's from but you have all that time between you getting in the car and driving to Kenosha. That is like, premeditated motive. Yeah, like, you drove and you had the intent to harm people. Yeah. Because at any given point in time, you could have been like, I should turn around. This isn't a good idea. This isn't going to end well for mm -hmm. me. Yeah. And I don't know, because I heard that one of the guys that he killed was actually just trying to fight him off because he was trying to shoot his girlfriend. Yeah. And that's just so sad because now his girlfriend has to live with the fact that like her boyfriend's gone. He died trying to protect her. That's a lot of guilt as is. Mm -hmm. That family has to go through that. And for what? For this kid to be like, I'm a hero. And like the police. Yeah. Like, yeah. White people, white people love to think that they're like vigilantes. Like you are not fucking Batman. Okay. Right. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's just really frustrating because Kenosha was already at like a really bad point after Jacob Blake. And, like, I I understand people who want to defend their property. I understand that, like, if people started to try to start my start my house on fire, yeah, you know, obviously I'd be like, get the fuck off my property. Or, like, I'd fight them off. But I'd also understand. But I'd be like, I'm not with Yeah, this. but could you imagine being that mad that you're like, I'm going to kill someone now? Right. Like, I and I guess I've just never been in that mindset because yeah, I've I'm, never actively wanted to kill somebody. But... Because I'm like, what are you protecting? Because you don't have property in Wisconsin. You legally can't protect any property because you're underage. And it's like, what? where did you get this gun? And I think his parents were... I don't know. I'm sure they're involved in some way. Kenosha, where is that? Wisconsin. I know, but like... I think it's like... Toward Milwaukee. It's like, I know it's like a five or six hour drive. Anyway, yeah, so... Kenosha... Yeah, and it's it's been bad. I heard that they burned down that dealership within the first couple days. Um, and I guess I don't know what the status of it is now because I think people have slowly moved out. It's south of Racine, Wisconsin, if you know where that is. Racine? It's like know. here. Chicago's Milwaukee. there. Yeah, okay, so. that's Chicago. Yeah. Okay. So it's not crazy far. But I don't know. I think it's just... it's just really disgusting and like really ugly to take advantage of a situation like that because that guy he went out there with the intention to hurt people mm -hmm. and a lot of people i think they started to go fund me page to like bail him out of jail or like to support him and yeah. GoFundMe took him down because they were like yeah, yeah GoFundMe was like please don't fucking do that yeah it was bad but i don't know 
I guess I'm not surprised because that's the narrative that people who have been protesting have been saying all summer. It's like there are white supremacists who come out yeah. to do these things like the Boogaloo Boys or Aryan Cowboys, things like that, where these people are a threat and they do hate people of color and they see that they're out in large groups and they're protesting and they're fighting for their rights and doing all these things. And then they show up and they'll like hide cans of gasoline like in bushes in people's yards or they do all these things. And they want to incite violence and then they can just blame it on the movement and then look like heroes. But it's like, where are all those groups when natural disasters happen? It's like, if you're here for the people, where are you? Yeah, like, all lives matter. Like, please stay on. I was going to say, if all lives matter, then why aren't you mad too? Why aren't you upset? Yeah, because there was that 13-year-old like, um, little white boy who was killed by police because his mom called the cops because he was having, like, a, an episode. And he was, what was it? He was, like, mentally handicapped, I think. Or he, I don't know, he's having, like, a mental health crisis, which a lot of mental health crises, health crises, and in killings. I think it's like some 40% of like the people who, uh, when the cops are called, they end yeah, up being... Yeah, that sounds... Unbelievable. Right. Um, but yeah, but like 13-year-old boy was killed, but like nobody, no All Lives Matter people are talking about him or like yeah. trying to help that family out. Yeah. So that's why the whole All Lives Matter thing is just like so fake to me. All Lives Matter. Because nobody says All Lives Matter in response to Blue Lives Matter. Yeah. How about that? All those matter, I don't know, it just annoys me. Because I think that, like, for the most part, they're basically trying to say, um, like, what about me? What right. about me? It's like the what about isms, and it's, it's toxic because I think, and I've said this before in a post, where I don't think there's anybody that believes all lives matter more than people who believe black lives matter, in a yeah. sense where it's like, people who fight, are fighting for black lives matter are also fighting for, like, Hmong lives, for trans lives, for women's rights, for Latino lives, for like save our children, things like that. Like that encom that group encompasses well that movement, I can't say like the organization, but that movement encompasses so many more things that actually includes all lives. So when people are like all lives matter and it's like, but you don't like immigrants, you don't like you don't want to hear about police shootings, you don't want to hear about um kids being detained in camps or Muslims in camps in China. It's like, yeah. who is the all? It's yeah. like, I, my life matters. Oh, we know who the all is. It's whiteies. <laughs> um, I was going to say something, but then I forgot. Um, I don't remember, but I'm going to take an aside. Oops. And um, so I, I usually go to like Duluth for work um, every like two weeks. Oh, really? Yeah, I have to like drive to Duluth. Um, but not anymore, because oh. that part is done, the season is done. But when I would go up to Duluth, um, it's just really gross up there. <laughs> Do you know that they um, did, like, public lynchings in Duluth up until, like, 1920-something? Yeah, I believe it. It's weird up there. Um, so if you, like, go up 35 I think north, it is. Um, there's, like, a yeah, bunch of, like, signs of, like, first, there's, like, anti-abortion signs which is like okay obviously there's an anti-evolution sign which is like um okay oh, just like to believe the yeah they're like the truth god made the truth I'm like what truth? Did I write the bible 
Yeah, I'm like, okay, anyway. And then there's a whole bunch of Trump signs, which is like, obviously. Because it's the sticks. You get to like the middle of Minnesota and you're like, they don't believe in COVID. They don't believe in anything. They don't. And Duluth is weird. But I will say that there are some black people there, which I was like, I thought it was all whiteies. It mostly but... is. And I think it's because there's the college campus. A couple college yeah, the campuses college campus, up there. The Duluth campus in... St. Scholastica. Yeah. Um... But yeah, it's still like heavily racist. It's weird up there. I hate going up there. And um, and the thing is like, as a person of color, when you feel, when you feel like weird or when you feel like threatened or when Just you feel unsettled. like unsettled, I don't want to say anything to my bosses because then my boss is going to be like, okay, we'll just, we'll have someone send, we'll have, we'll send someone else up there. But I'm like, but I could do the job, and then they're like, okay, well, Calvin can't do the job. So then, right, because you can't complain about yeah. being uncomfortable. And then, and then the other thing is that like the department is all white, so I can't complain to them about. They won't feeling, understand. Yeah, they're not going to understand. And the Department of Agriculture had done like a uh, panel on racism and like um, systemic racism in the Department of Agriculture itself. Which I thought was really, really strong and really moving, but I was still like, um, but I, no one's gonna understand what I'm trying to say when I say that I don't want to go to Pine City anymore. Do you feel like they've made changes to better the department though? Like, have they started to hire like more people of color or like no. more people of color in like positions of power? Because I think I think we talked about this in a different episode where like Jackie Ina called out um, makeup brands. So it's like you say Black Lives Matter, but like, what do your numbers look like? Yeah, so all of my supervisors are white. There's one Asian guy, um, but I don't know what he does. And then there's me and um, a Mexican guy, and but everyone else is white. And that is in the plant protection division, which is about maybe 20 people. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know where I was going with that. That's okay. I mean, at the same time, I feel like most of the people I work with are also white and... Some of them are involved in movements and things. Yeah. But sometimes I'm like, is that, is that, is it just because I live in Minnesota or is that just all around? Because when I used right. to work at the California Department of Agriculture, everyone there was of color usually. And maybe that's just a different demographic. See, but it's weird though because like know. my department, like the department that I manage has the most people of color in the, like out of all the departments that in the clinic I work for. Yeah. Which isn't on purpose. I mean... I'm not going to hire someone just because that they are like a different race or anything because that's not fair either. If you're good for the job, you're good for the job. But at the same time, it's like you have to make sure that there is representation throughout the company. Yeah. And in any sense, um, that's kind of what I went to a protest yesterday in Woodbury um, for BLM for Woodbury, like in schools. And they were talking about how Woodbury has two black faculty members. Really? Yeah. And a lot of the, like, younger black boys and, like, young men were like, yeah, it's kind of hard because, like, if I'm going through anything that's, like, a hardship or anything, it'd be nice to have, like, a black male figure, a black male you teacher to talk to. You need representation. Absolutely. I didn't, we had one black teacher in Farmington, and I never had him as a teacher. He taught, like, a, um, what are the, an elective class. But. What did he teach? Positive directions. What is that? I don't know. That's the thing. It's like you I don't give... know because I didn't take the class. Right, and he was the he was the teacher that was in charge of diversity club as well as my Spanish teacher. 
And like I did diversity club for like a year, two years, but it's still not enough. Like it's you really you shouldn't have to like try to kick and scratch to try to find like yeah. your representation somewhere. Yeah, and here's the thing is that like I, that's like my cat rate suddenly. Here's the thing. I keep fucking saying that. Anyway, here's the thing. He's a mug man. Yeah. Is that um, when I was a senior in uh, college, I got chosen to go to the DNR Roundtable, um, which is the Department of Resources, or Natural Resources, and they have like a roundtable where they discuss like all the issues and stuff like that. And like the biggest issue that the DNR, the Department of Agriculture, any type of like um, conservation or like farm agriculture type of department in the government the biggest thing that they have and they struggle with is with is is diversity wow I can't fucking say that <laughs> they, <struggle laughs> they, have with a, they have a big struggle with diversity um and even them they're very like they're really knowledgeable that they have that struggle because they even said like oh you know in looking in this room all I see is like a bunch of white guys a bunch of old white guys and we need to change that because Minnesota's demographic is changing and to kind of like speak to them to kind of um, understand where they're coming from and try to educate that you need like um, a diverse panel and a, a diverse um, workforce to really connect to that um, community like for example um, fucking Hmong people love to fish they will fish anywhere, okay? Oh my gosh. And um, they'll fish in a pond, they'll fish in a river, they'll fish in any type oh, of thing. Okay. Yeah, they will fish, like, <laughs> in the fucking rain, I don't know. Um, but um, Department of Fish and Wildlife, a game, they don't know how to speak to monk people in that way because they don't have any monk people on their team. So, Which is such a big market for them because, like, if you're going to do all the licensing and you want to do all these things yeah. and, like, support it, you have to... Gauge that get demographic for sure. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that like monk people fish anywhere, they'll fish anything, but there are laws about fishing that monk people don't understand because one, they don't trust white people in government. So they don't yeah. and and um and then two, they don't read the signs because the signs are like in English and stuff. Or they don't look at the signs and they don't understand them. And I feel like half the time the signs are like even if they are translated, it's not always the great translation. And I think yeah. that's kind of where it falls apart too, because uh, for example, uh, my boyfriend's family's restaurant, they were trying to find CDC signs about masks and just about regulations, but even the translations into Spanish weren't accurate. So it's like, who is proofreading these things before you're sending them out? Like, do you have people on your team who actually translate and actually work on this to make sure that it's professional and will make sense to the people who have to read yeah. it? Yeah, but you guys, diversity is like really important in the workforce. Yeah. That's how, I mean, yeah. And you think about Whatever. it, it's all just like a, an issue with the systemic racism. Because if you think about it, like, Hmong culture is like super centered around farming though, isn't it? Because like your new year is basically yeah. the harvest. Harvest. And like even, it's hard to say, but like black people definitely know how to farm because surprise, we were on plantations <laughs> for like generations. <laughs> and then like you have to, you weren't allowed to buy land after because you were just told that to share crop off of your former slave master's land and then you can't do anything with it so you lose those skills the families never get those skills because it's just a lack it's just a lack of representation yeah. because there's all these rules in place where you can't do it or you, it's very difficult to do it yeah 
And even in like areas like of conservation, which is what I would like to do one day, there is no representation of, or there's no like outreach to children of color at all. Like conservation, I feel like in America is looked at as a white kind of thing because- I feel like it's almost just not looked at at all, especially right now with like yeah. the current administration. Well, because, um, oh, and then we'll do this and then we'll close the video because I think it's kind of long now. But um, yes, conservation is just not pushed towards communities of color for some reason. And it's really strange because if you did push like like pollinator conservation, conservation of bees and mm -hmm. butterflies, you could push that to like the Hmong community. You can push that to the Karen community because they are you know agricultural society, agrarian societies. So they mm -hmm. know a lot about you know bees and butterflies, and they own a lot of land where um, the habitat of bees and butterflies um, could be I don't know bettered. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's like this black. Oh god, what was his name? Why can't I remember his name right now? He's so important. But he's like one of the first black ecologists. Hmm. Is his name Tyrone? But it wasn't even that long ago. Like, I think it was like the 1980s. Which is like how many have really been in? Yeah. That? He was yeah. like the first one in, it was like in the 1980s. Like, that's... I don't know. I don't know why that's so remarkable to me. I don't know. It's, I feel like I see that even still, like, I know this girl who I, like, I've seen at concerts, so, like, in passing. Oh, no, I'm saying, like, can you believe, like, in the 1980s? It took that, that was long. only, like, yeah, it took that long, and that was only, like, what? 40? 40 years ago? 40 no, years ago to I'm, be the first I'm, black ecologist or whatever? Yeah, the girl that I met, she was, like, the first black woman to graduate from, like, a college in Wisconsin with, like, a physics degree. Yeah, do you know that Eileen, was, like, my aunt, is, ago. um the first Hmong woman attorney in Minnesota. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, I always knew Eileen was an icon, but... Iconic, wow. Um, no, but I was trying to say that, like... Yeah. Anyway, moving on. I don't know what I was trying to say. Um, Representation is just important. It, yeah, it's, it's really helpful. important. And it's helpful, and it really helps you connect with the community, and... Um, it inspires other generations to do the same thing. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say that um, when I went into Pine City, Everyone knows that like my, I have to go to the sites and the site owners know that I'm there mm -hmm. And so I went to this one site and I was like, hey, her name's Karen Of course I was like, hey Karen, how are you? And she's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, I'm just gonna go like check what I had to do and like I'm gonna do some paperwork And then I should be out in like, you know, blah 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 minutes um, So I went out and I did all of that stuff and um, I came back to the front yard and her and her husband had like a big shotgun and they were on like their golf cart and they were like hey have you seen any crows and i was like oh no i haven't seen any crows and they were like have you seen any intruders and i was like no i it's just me i think and i was like what do you do with the gun and they're like oh we shoot the crows and i was like oh okay serial killing yeah by killing small animals <laughs> yeah i was like i gotta go luckily i was done but I was like, I'm getting out of here because that is just a weird vibe. And the gun was like camouflage. Is that weird? I feel like if someone wears camouflage, they're racist. You know, like a deer hunting shit? Which is so funny because people wear masks <laughs> to hunt deer, but you're asked to wear a mask. Who are I don't know why. Okay, things that feel racist to me are like anything John Dewey. John Deere, yeah. Or anything like camouflage, anything from Cabela's, and a big like American flag. 
is just like That's screams so racist to me. I drove past, which is weird because I thought that they were. I I don't know if they're they might be Asian or maybe they're the house that they're like South American or like Guyanese or something. But I drove past their house on the way here, and like in their garage, they have like a big Trump twenty twenty flag like flag sick. inside their house, which I'm sickening, like, not in a good way. Why is that your decoration? Like, even, Ew, that's so ugly. That is so tacky. Like, though. even if, granted, even though, like, the Obama administration and all that, like, granted, there are always issues with any president, but, like, I, even if I loved, as much as I like Obama and the, the Obamas, I'm not gonna, like, put up a giant flag that says Obama in my household, but maybe that's just me, and maybe it's just because, like, it's I would put up a me. Michelle poster. Yeah. I don't know, but it's um, like it's just weird to me, yeah. and maybe it's because I just I'm just disgusted by all of it. But anyways, I I was gonna say I was gonna go back and say that I that happened to me and it was weird, but I would not know how to explain that to my boss and why it felt weird to me. Yeah, because it's like because how often be like, do they always have that gun out when you're there, or is like, it like well, is it how would you're I there? no like how would I explain that like oh I felt weird as a person of color and they came out to me and they were white and they had a big gun. Because I feel like they'd be like, yeah, That's so they had a big gun, what, a, what about right. it, you know what I mean? But me being a person of color adds another layer to that, especially now when it was like during like, a, you know, the big riots and stuff, and I was like, um, it's just very uncomfortable and I, I well, don't know how to say it. it's almost triggering in a yeah. sense, because it's like, imagine you being someone who maybe was shot at, or like a gun has, you were held yeah. at gunpoint, or like... No, and I will say that I do come from a, a spot of privilege where I'm an Asian guy. If it was a if I was a black man, I'd be like, um, oh, I no. need to get <laughs> the fuck out of here. Because when I did used to work with the California Department of Agriculture, there were no black people. And what and the thing is the job is that you go around the neighborhood and you like knock on the door and you're like, oh, Hey, yeah. I have to inspect your house and I did get the police called on me one time. But I've heard that black employees got called on so much that they just like quit and i was like oh my god like I believe it. if i was a black man or a woman i was like i could not do this job it's crazy because i feel the same way because i i've gone to like break the blue protests which are like anti blue lives matter protests and my boyfriend miguel can actually go up and have conversations with people mm -hmm. about their beliefs and things but i can't because the last person they want to hear about black lives matters from is a black woman, which is a whole nother topic and a whole nother situation. That oh, girl, you know black women fight for everyone. Yeah, and get like the black shortest, trans women too. Yeah, and get the shortest end of the stick. But yeah. and I just can't because I I don't know. They don't want to hear it from me. They don't want to hear it from you. Yeah, because I'm just gonna be that angry black woman who's upset about nothing. Yeah. So it's it's interesting to see and it's upsetting because it's like I would love to have these conversations with people. Or to be able to be comfortable having conversations with people. And I've start. I did once. It was really weird because the guy was like black, Muslim, and gay, but was for Trump. And I was like, What are you? I was like, What a clown punk. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, Okay. Um, but we, I tried to have a conversation, but like people just wouldn't let me talk to him. And I was like, I just don't understand. Like, what do you mean talk to him? Like, People would come up and be like, why are you trying to talk to him? Why are you here? Like, what's going on? And I'm like, oh. I'm just trying to have a conversation. And we started to talk about things, but he's like, they're destroying the Muslim community too. And I was like, yeah, but you have to understand, like, I was out there and like, I know people who were out there and it's not 
just black people like yeah are there black people like looting and riding absolutely but it's also about proximity for them too like they're upset but a lot of it was like most of the people that they arrested were from out of state or from like the suburbs i would love to interview a, a person from somalia and ask them what they think about everything going on yeah because like somalians they're in minnesota they're pretty new um but with the highest somali population refugee other than like somalia no, I like think. refugee population oh, in Minnesota. Yeah. Um, no, but they're they're black and they're but they're African. African and black are two completely different. Yeah, things. and they're they're different. So I wonder what I would love to know what they I think. wonder what they would like to I wonder what they would say because too And they're Muslim and a lot of black people are like Christian. Yeah. South. Yeah, Baptist. Wait. I think we should wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. The wrap it up box. What is that from? I don't know. Um, Anyways, what were we saying? Are we gonna close out? Um, yeah, we're gonna close the video, you guys, because this one's getting a little bit long. I what? What? Super. How long do you like the videos to be? I feel like I don't know. How do you guys feel? I feel like thirty minutes, like forty-five minutes. Is I thought good. I was like forty-five is like good. I think. Yeah, because it's like not too long. An hour is a little long, but I think doable. Let's be honest. All of our attendance spans are not there. What? All of our attendance spans are not there. Like, granted, I love, like, I, I think the one of the podcasts I listened to had, like, a three-hour episode once, and I was like, this is amazing. Oh, wow. But other ones, like, if the Michelle Obama podcast was any longer than it was, I don't know if I would listen yeah. to it as much. Like, I think the max for me is, like, an hour. If I would yeah. listen to something, it would be, like, an hour. Because I like to listen to it in, like, one run through yeah okay 45 minutes our tops ish excuse us we're fucking out of here right now <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go <laughs> we gotta go y'all i wish i was i'm never good at conclusions um okay thanks bye okay <laughs> <laughs>